just like when I have a thought some point during the week leading up to an episode like oh write that down and remember that like sometimes it'll be new stuff like you know the the sad news that we heard earlier this week um with the passing of uh Kentaro Mira the famed author of uh Berserk that was uh some very unfortunate news is something I definitely wanted to make sure to to sort of call out in remembrance here as we're we're getting into this episode but it's stuff like that can happen where I want to make sure to sort of make a mention of something like that or, or some other news event that's happened but it can also just be other shit that's happened throughout uh throughout the week that's been uh interesting um one particular such note last Saturday uh, this would have been a day after we recorded the episode that just released this past week. Uh, for those who don't know, my my boyfriend has a particular penchant for uh, some weird and strange and dark things. Just, you know, kind of weird, creepy, mysterious stuff that, that, you know, can often garner intrigue. This particular shit, though, was incredibly unnerving to witness. <laughs> Um, and this was, uh, this was something called, uh, a, basically a YouTube channel that this other channel, uh, that he was watching a video of, they did like an expose of, of this particular YouTube channel called Mr. Sleepy People. Oh, uh, that kind of sounds familiar. Do not like this on, on principle from the yes. alone. <laughs> this is already not starting in great territory. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't sound great, and it's also really, really horrible, uh, because it's a, the YouTube channel, you see, basically, go ahead, it's a shit ton of videos of this one dude, uh, seemingly, like, late at night with, like, just going with the camera, and, like, maybe he'll turn the light on, maybe he won't, like, I don't know, but, like, he'll go up to these women as they're sleeping, and he'll, like, pull their eyes open, and, like, touch, and, like, fuck with their eye while they're sleeping. Uh, is this live action? Oh, or is this animated? Because that's a very important <laughs> distinction. <laughs> important uh, let thing. me tell you, it's it's live action, and it's it's not like a it's not like someone's doing this as like some weird fictional like ARG horror thing. That this is real. Like this so, is some guy. Like the the videos. Some of the videos are even titled after like you know drunk passed out girl eye check or something. Like they're all called like eye checks, and apparently. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's it's like this dude who's just this real twisted guy who's just just doing this and he's just uploading it to YouTube and it's just this kind of like quiet thing that nobody had really noticed up until now. So where are the women coming from that are Yeah, so he like he's breaking into up. people's houses or like Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of questions. It's tough to say. Could be like a roommate or something. It's it's or some people that he just happens to be hanging around. It's it's real weird. But, like, the as the video went on, as I was watching this with him, I was, like, losing my mind. Because it, it, every time you're like, wow, this is some, like, insanely fucked shit. It can't get any worse than this. And then he's like, oh, yeah, there's also, like, fuckloads of other YouTube channels that are uploading the same kind of content. Some of them have, like, hundreds of videos. And then he's like, oh, yeah, and then the comment section, it's it's literally just perverts who are just, like saying really creepy shit about like these women and their eyes and it's like oh this is this is bad this is like yeah that sounds awful. yeah and on like one of those numerous portions of youtube which is unmoderated and not a good place to be 
Yeah, and it's it's nuts. Like it it's like it's not the and I don't know. I I wouldn't say it's not like I know part of me feels like to say like it's not the worst thing isn't like a fair thing to say because like it's still really shitty and invasive, but like I don't know, it feels like it could be a lot worse than what it is, but it's still like really fucked and it still feels really wrong that that like that's a thing that can just be on YouTube. That's all like feels like some dark web shit that you wouldn't like actually expect to be on like that easily just out there but it's it's just kind of one of those things of like nobody's really watching nobody's really paying attention it's just the people who are into this who know what to look for which is why it sounds like a dark web thing right it's like yeah yeah i don't know it's i do i sort of get where you're coming from with the it could be a lot worse because obviously you know it's the touching of the eyes and not other things but let's be real like, no, for sure. He's filming these women. Presumably they don't know. So, like, even on that principle alone, he's filming them while they're asleep. Like, you have to provide consent to film somebody. And that's all. Yeah. Like, like, strike one. Strike two is, like, touching. Touching eyes. Uh, filming, touching touch eyes. eyes. Oh, it's, it's, no, it's, like, and to watch the foot, like, it's... It, it's, it's like, you... And I only say it the way I do, because, like, when you, you hear about it in concept, like, it's like, okay, yeah, like, you know... It's it's bad. It's not okay. But like it's it it doesn't feel as immediately sexual. But like when you're watching the video, especially when you see all the comments and stuff, I don't necessarily remember what they were now. I'm not gonna go look for it. I don't want to subject myself to it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's it 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 just you become almost surprised at like how unnerving it is, and just just because I mean, of course, the first thought that you have, especially myself being an anxious person, is like, oh no, what if that happens to me? And then it just, it's like, uh, uh, I don't like it, but I had to suffer. So I need everyone else to suffer as well. Cause I fucking wasn't going down alone for this. Yeah. That's fucked up. Oh God. Um, oh, but God. you, but you know what else belongs in the dark net? The newest episode of balcony banter. <laughs> Wait, what? Welcome to episode oh, no. 28, wow. everyone. I don't know if that's. The note I, <laughs> I don't know if that was the segue we should have hopped on, but I guess we're here. Um, yeah, I'm, it's happening. I'm your boy Big B, and I'm your boy Bees. We got we got Zoo and Dingo with us. Dingo's still fucking here. He hasn't yeah, even fucking. Yeah. He's the new he, fucking squatter. Yeah, he Squatting. kicked Fly out of the tent and just took over. Yeah, we'll see how long I stay. Threw her down <laughs> off the fucking balcony. Oh, wow. Get out of here. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm here. <laughs> so I, you yeah. know, I was not informed that by joining this podcast for this particular session, I was going to be in a uh, new challenger approaches situation where I was going to potentially <laughs> get thrown off a balcony. So thanks for the heads up on that front. <laughs> well, it's, what else can you expect from the the resident villain of our podcast? <laughs> yeah, we've gone from like a nice, uh, nice little <laughs> podcast to just like a smackdown for who gets to keep their spot. Bobby Flay throwdown, except we're throwing people <laughs> off the balcony instead of just down. Yeah, exactly. Bobby Flay the skin right off your fucking bones. Okay. Make you well, part of a skeleton. To be army. fair, Dingo was cooking wings tonight. I saw <laughs> some pictures and they looked pretty good. So maybe he is the real Bobby Flay. <laughs> He's he is known to throw down. <laughs> oh god. Now that's a segue. I mean <laughs> I certainly wouldn't wings. put it past them. Those are good wings. I mean, they were good wings. Yeah, you know, slowly cooked on the barbecue. We I have, have a very, very sauce. important question good. for Podcast Town. Okay, uh, flats versus drums. 
Wait, what was the first one? Flats? flats. Yeah, like flats. Yeah, you know. The two types of wings. Oh. You know, you know, or chicken yeah. wings. They're either the, the flat ones. Either, with the yeah. yeah. Ones okay, yeah. Now I know what you mean. That's, it's a drumstick, so yeah. I'm a flats guy for sure. I don't like drummies at all. I don't know. Flats I think are drummies are just so nice. And they're, uh, I don't, I find, I don't like like grizzly meats and, and it's not necessarily grizzly, but like I, I find flats are a lot easier to just like get all the meat off and not worry about the cartilage and all the, the things that I don't really want to worry about biting down on and being like, oh, that was gross. Um, but I suppose if I'm eating chicken wings, maybe I'm eating the wrong food if I don't want to encounter such an, a sensation, let's say the mouthfeel of chicken wings. You know, I can I can understand that though. Like, there, I definitely kind of get where you're coming from with it. I think personally, if we're going to talk about which one's more complicated, I think the flats are just by virtue of how they're shaped with the two bones with the meat in between them, and you have to kind of work your way around that no, whole no, situation. No. I so find that to be more complicated than just I could just suck the meat off the one bone. Okay, that tells I, me you don't know how to eat flats. No, I, I, okay, I know how to, but it's still a more complex procedure than it is for the one bone, I'm, just by I'm virtue just of there being you, two bones. I still am not convinced you know how to do flats, because what you're supposed to do is twist them and then pull, and then you just, you've got two Oh, I don't bones. even do that. I just, well, that's what I, that's I just use my teeth to rip all the meat off in one go. But you're, you're I guess that's really not that much harder. I guess I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. You, you're I describe my particular. It's, it's more difficult, but I, all I'm saying is flats are the easiest because you just twist and then suck the meat off the two separate bones. It's and there's no cartilage. There's no drumstick or anything. That's if you ever watch speed eating championships, which I don't, but like I've seen a clip. That's how they do it. The only way that they're able to eat so many chicken wings in a sitting professionally is because when they have the flats, they do the twist and they eat the meat off really quick and you can just burn through them like that. It's super easy. We're like 10 minutes in. We entered into a discussion about chicken wings and it didn't even get that far before we got into the discussion of like, no, you got to understand the professional strategy of eating chicken wings you got to be fucking, if Every you're not going to go counts. pro, what the fuck are you doing? Quit yeah. wasting our time and eat these fucking wings right, goddammit. It's esports. It's, it's all esports. You don't have the fucking passion for these wings <laughs> like I do. The dedication. you got to have the will to win What's, it. The, you, yeah, you, you've merely, uh, you've been practicing eating the chicken wings. I was, I've been mastering the art I, of the chicken wings. I was wings born here. You decades. come into fucking Wing Street with that weak shit. I was born Fucking, on Wing come Street. Come on. <laughs> Wing Street in Wingtown, Wingsville, USA. That was my birthplace of origin. Dying. Check the birth certificate. Oh, boy. I will say flats are superior, but I also don't really care. A wing is a wing. Yeah, I yeah, think that's more where I land. I don't know if I really have a strong feelings one way or the other. Like, I, I, I can kind of, like, I do get where you're coming from, Zoo, with your yeah. points. And I, I don't disagree. And there's a part of me that kind of feels that way, too. But I also just don't feel like I feel strongly enough one way or the other. Like, maybe, I guess it's flats just by, it just sort of etches out. But I don't know if it's, uh... I think that's that's yeah. most people's opinion. But yeah, no, for me, like I, I literally, if I get like a bag of frozen chicken wings or something, I will eat all the flats and Ash will eat all the drumsticks, which she doesn't mind either. So it's it's a good arrangement. But yeah, like I just, I don't like drumsticks. I feel like for people who like them, they're fine. But for me, I feel like the ratio of meat that I will eat off a drumstick to the work required to get it off or 
the meat that I don't want to eat on a drumstick is just not worth it for me. Like, I feel like when I'm finished with a drumstick, I look at it on the plate and I'm like, this was a waste. This was wasted on me. Somebody else who likes drumsticks should have eaten this. Whereas with a flat, you know, I'm getting like all the meat. I don't know. I have strong feelings. You know, I I do relate to that because I think there was one time I was with JC and we went to get wings somewhere. That was just what we ended up getting. Mm -hmm. And I remember him roasting me for like how much meat there was still on my like bones at that time it was quite a few years ago but (laughs) that always like stuck with me i was like no fuck you i can eat wings i can fucking eat yeah yeah i know how to eat wings wings. (laughs) yeah i have seen pictures online where it's like the captain is like just crushed these wings and it was literally like at most yeah one or two bites out of each (laughs) one of them and i'm just like oh my fuck how i definitely wasn't that bad (laughs) i've never heard of this you eat oh, all the meat, if possible. Maybe not the Carthage, if you're not really into that, but... Oh, not the, Sorry, not the Carthage? <laughs> Carthage. <laughs> Don't eat the Carthage. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, well, I, you know, it's usually pretty clean. When so, I kind of on the food topic, uh, so you, you brought up, like, uh, the amount of work that drumsticks require. Uh, would Pleasure. Are you not... Uh, yeah, allegedly. Uh, but are you not uh, really... Um, how do I word this? Would you not eat a dish that requires work? So say, for exa- example, like maybe crab or lobster. You kind of have to like pull it out oh, of the no. shell and whatnot. It's it's not so much that. I just have like a... I am not... When I was really young, I was a lot pickier with food. food and one of Same. the things that I didn't like was... Yep. If I ever bit into meat and the meat sproinged back that was yeah i could not okay so yeah like fat on steak used to fuck me up okay that's fair if i may i i hated steak when i was younger for that reason and um i also had a bit of a mouth on me when i was younger um (laughs) and was a little bit (laughs) the only part i'm gonna scoff at with that is when you were younger Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I was, I, I'm not picky as picky as I was back then, but no. So there was literally a, uh, and most of the way that I interact with my family is us politely reminiscing about how, uh, zany I was as a child. So, um, there was one time we had a meal and steak was served and I bit into it and the bad effect happened and I was not impressed. Um, and I said, I'm not eating this. And my mom said, why are you not eating this? And I said, uh, it's like scrotum meat. I don't like the consistency. (laughs) And that is, that is a term which has lingered in the household and is brought up at many a family dinner as a joke, um, at the, you know, humiliation of me, but it's, it's that consistency of like you, you bite into it and it fights back any food that has that reaction turns my stomach like if i'm if i'm eating like chicken wings and i go to bite into something and it has that vibe like if it that that mouth feel if you will um i basically like sometimes i can't finish the meal like i'm just done it's i can't do it it's disgusting yeah, yeah. it's really just kind of a texture thing then well maybe not yeah t- no, texture's it not the it's right. not the okay taste. yeah like steak tastes great and I oh yeah i like steak but if i if i cook a steak yeah. on the barbecue even to this day and actually this just happened earlier this week um, Ash and I made like um, like top sirloin medallions on the barbecue, oh. um, and they weren't grizzly, like they weren't fatty. They didn't have, but they were tough. And it was like the middle was 
you know, it was a medium rare steak, but when like the middle was soft, but the edges were cooked maybe a little too tough. But even with the the amount that it was cooked, um, the meat was like stringy and it just turned me off. I couldn't finish it. And Ash didn't like it either. So mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's not so much the work required. That was maybe a misnomer when I described it that way. It, it's definitely like a consistency and cartilage type thing. I don't like stringy. I don't like grizzly. That kind of stuff really turns. Me okay. Off. Yeah. So how do you feel about pulled pork then? Pulled pork is fine. Oh, okay. It's, it's buttery. It's saucy. It's it's melt in your mouth. Like that's that's not an issue. No, no, no. Pulled pork is. You know, that's the thing with pulled pork. You you do it right. You slow cook it for so oh, long. Oh yeah. It doesn't matter. It all just becomes yeah. like a congealed saucy. Yes. Yeah. It'll just fall it's off. Just, no matter what. It's so. Fucking good though when you do it well. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's easy to do, right? With a crock pot. If you just slow and low it for like six to eight hours and sauce it with whatever you want, like you it's it's ridiculous. The the ratio of how much work you need to put in, which is basically just like add sauce and throw it in a crock pot relative to like how fucking good it is, is nuts. Man, we gotta get a fucking crock pot at some point. I've been meaning yeah. to do that because I want to make fucking pulled pork. It's really good. I love fucking you make that and then you just get some nice buns. I usually yeah. don't even put much else on it. I just slap the pulled pork on there yeah. and that's all. Oh. So Fuck. one thing I will say, uh, hot tip for that. Um, you know that like, you know, if you go into like a store, like a grocery store and they have, you know, pre-made dips. And one of the most common ones is like um, Asiago and artichoke or like four cheese artichoke dip. Spread a little bit of that on the bun and add a couple like pickles. If you're into pickles, it's really fucking good. Because it's, it's like coleslaw, right? Like when you have coleslaw with pulled pork, the creaminess of the artichoke dip is it's obviously delicious on its own. When you put that on the bun, it's basically like a mayo spread, which is equivalent to coleslaw. Um, and then you just get some pickles if you're into that. And uh, I find that's really it's delicious. Yeah, I'd probably go for something more, maybe like a spicy mayo. I don't know. That might not yeah. be as good as I'm thinking. It could be good. No, though. it would be good. Chipotle mayo would be also another a good one. That's not depending bad on what, what barbecue sauce you've got on the pulled pork or what what it's kind of been. Man, uh, what... about that uh that food pickiness though? I uh, yeah. pickles actually were a thing I used to not care for when I was younger, and I actually oh, yeah. found like more recently. I fucking I really like pickles. <laughs> I've yeah, been I buying pickles, pickles more regularly, and I'll. I'll snack on those now and again, or I'll put it on a sandwich or something. I'm like, fuck, this is... I haven't I've been eating these more. I don't know. It's good. Yeah. I actually went to uh, the, the um, one of the grocery stores. Not the main super chain store, but I had... Um, it was like... <laughs> the closest thing I can compare this to is like craft small batch pickles. It was It's like a fancier brand that i never heard of it's like the artisanal jar that's just got like um and it was like sweet and spicy pickles and i was like okay i'm sold so i, I we got a jar of them and they're really freaking good um the other day i made um like a hoagie which i think i posted about uh with you guys but, oh yeah yeah um it was basically like capicolo spicy um ham and then some smoked turkey that was like seasoned with like montreal steak seasoning um all sliced and put on the bun and then i had the pickles and then i had mustard and mayo uh it was like a sort of a smoky mustard like deli mustard um and that was really good um was a big fan of of that i should make another one but i don't have any more buns uh but i was gonna say kind of jumping back to the uh spicy mayo earlier one of the first things uh one of my roommates showed me when i first moved in with him uh he made this like uh spicy uh, what's it called cajun mayo 
it it was literally just three ingredients though. It was mayo, Frank's red hot sauce, and this Cajun spice he has. And oh man, that was so good. I like I whenever it. I have like chicken fingers or sometimes even French fries, I'll I'll make that just because it's so damn good. Yeah. I shouldn't make that too often because I know mayo is like really bad for you. It's like a lot of calories. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's oh it's so good. Another thing that's good to do, I, I do that sometimes with like other condiments. Like I'll take um if I have some ranch dressing or something, I'll put some ranch dressing in like a small container, receptacle, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then I'll add like one of my fancier hot sauces and I'll sort of make a mix. So it's more like a smoky chipotle ranch or something. And I'll, I'll have that and leave that in the fridge for a little bit. But what's really easy to do is if you have like any mayo, be it like Miracle Whip or anything, right? Just take like a couple spoonfuls, like tablespoons of it, put it in a small little Tupperware container and get a whole clove of garlic and just garlic press that into, um, you know, the two or three tablespoons of mayo and just stir it around and then put the lid back on it and leave it in the fridge. The next day, it will be strong as hell. And you can obviously okay. like, you can titrate how much garlic you want to use. I usually use like at least one or two cloves, um, which is makes it very strong depending on how much mayo you put in. But as it sits in the fridge, it will like absorb more of the, the intensity of the garlic. Um, and then for the next few days, you can just, you know, spoon from that container and you'll have like bonafide garlic mayo that's really really good and super easy basically all you do is press a garlic clove into the mayo so that is a really that that is a very nice way to kind of like up your food game just kind of like making these like nice uh nice but also simple like sauces because like all these are like three or four ingredients max yeah i call it snack hacking i do it a lot (laughs) with a lot of different things i take something that's like easily microwavable like or um meant to be like a quick fast food thing that you have around the house and then i'll like dress it up like i'll take sometimes a uh uh like a ramen noodle like an instant noodle and then i'll you know fancy that up with some uh like chili garlic paste that you might find at a at a, at a thai food restaurant um i'll actually like get a hard-boiled egg um and do that so it's it's not like as good as real ramen from a ramen shop but it's it's also not as bad as just, you know, a cup of instant noodles that are just water and sauce packet, right? Mm. Um, so it's kind of that interim step where, okay, I can do the easy part, the instant part, and then I can dress it up with some other snack hacks, and then that'll just kind of improve the whole experience. I'm a big proponent of such activities. That's fair. I mean, the the chili paste even, I because uh, I get these like um, like little microwave meals sometimes just because mm-hmm. it's can be real convenient for like a, a quick dinner some nights when i have other shit that i need to get done i don't necessarily want to spend a bunch of time cooking yeah. um but i get these like particular ones that are like high protein it's just like rice and veggies and mm-hmm. uh, like a bunch of like chicken chunks and stuff like that and it mm-hmm. um it's pretty decent but i found just like mixing a little bit of that chili paste in, just like fuck that made it yeah. that much better it was like that alone was a huge improvement so now like there's there's definitely something there what about you, Dingo? Do you got any like snack hacks or cool uh, food tricks you you do? Dingo's no. cool food trick is just running a bakery <laughs> all the time. That's you know fair, but I don't really do many. I guess food hacks like the few times I do have uh, like quick easy meals. I usually don't do too much extra. I would say when I if I buy like frozen cheese pizzas, I'll buy just the cheese and add my own toppings instead of buying one of the toppings. Yeah, a little that counts. 
That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's healthier. I usually put like veg other vegetables on it. Oh yeah. Well, you can control like how much you want and what you want to put on it. It's a smart thing. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, Didgeridoo Stew is also he's if he's ordering pizza from a like a fast food restaurant, well, not fast food, but you know, like a pizza joint locally. Um, a lot of the times, what he'll do is he'll ask for a cheese pizza, like undercooked and then when they deliver it you just add whatever toppings you want and crisp it up in your own oven and then you're just kind of like saving money because you're not buying like their biggest jumbo special with all of the extra toppings that they charge for just basically get the of you know a large size pizza that's just cheese and then you put whatever want you want on it when it gets there and then you know you're saving sometimes like five to seven dollars per pizza hmm. you know it's not a bad idea honestly yeah. i mean i because like i don't even remind with cheese because we have to mention that on the show before is uh, yeah. my own proclivities but yeah like that's not a bad idea because that's kind of what like because yeah like what you were talking about dingo like boyfriend and i will get these like big flatbread things that come with like a pizza sauce thing i think i've talked about it if yeah. not on here before then with with one of you guys for sure uh where we'll just put that on you put on there and you just put whatever veggies you want on as toppings like it's it's super convenient to do it's the crust obviously is not as good as what you would have with like a typical pizza, but it's it's still pretty good. Um, but yeah, like that's pretty much the same thing. But I would have like way better crust, and you know, like I'm just thinking about doing that or from fucking Domino's, and then just fucking yeah, no cheese on that, just just the the thing and the sauce, <laughs> and then it gets here, and then I just put whatever veggies I want, and then it's it'll be so much cheaper too, right? Because like all oh, yeah. of joints, they operate on the like, okay, well here's the baseline entry level, right? Just sauce and cheese is like this much dollars, and then it's like two toppings is way more, three okay. toppings is way no, more. So but it's hold like on. you're you're gaming the system, you're cheating yeah. Domino's. They're like. I- from my perspective, it seems like a great idea, but now I'm also thinking about it from the perspective of the Domino's worker who has the online order coming for just a crust with sauce on it. Fuck all anything else, just okay. crust, oh. not even a cheese pizza, just the, the dough and the sauce. Do you think the Domino's person cares? They're like, they're like, oh, this this pizza, it is now cheese, I am so no, upset. They... It's a Domino's worker, they're just like, sweet, one less step, fuck yeah. I'm, are you, know, you kidding me? These are not I'm sure. Like I'm sure to some extent you're wrong, or you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Definitely not right. They don't give a no, shit. like I oh, yeah, work fast food life too. No, I get it. Like yeah. they probably be like, yeah, sure, that's fine. Whenever people had easy orders like that, it was good. But at the same time, like even when I had those moments, I'd still be side eyeing some orders yeah. a little bit. Like you'd be like, oh, yeah. all right, whatever, weird, uh, but okay. whatever. Yeah, you know, like that's it's. Fair. I, and I don't know, with my own anxieties, it's just something that I can't help but like <laughs> be like, oh no, I don't want to be that guy. You don't want to but be at the same person time. who's judged by the Domino's person you will never see or interact with who isn't even the delivery person. Yeah, okay, but you can't you can't look me through, through that camera ether. lens and tell me that you have you have never worried about similar concerns before. Oh, uh, yeah, I absolutely have. But it's still, <laughs> I, I'm doing to you what everyone tells me, which is you need to no. stop worrying about such things. <laughs> This is true. You are not wrong. I'm just picturing you like you order your your sauce and crust pizza, and then you're sitting at home by the phone, and you're just like, I felt a great disturbance in the force. Like a Domino's worker cried out in anguish when he saw that he had to make a pizza with no cheese. 
And then when the delivery driver gets here, I just like throw the money at him and just yell, don't fucking judge me while yeah. I take yeah, the you box like, and build it up in your head inside. the whole time. And by the time he gets here, you're like, look, don't even you, you just just give me the pizza. Just fucking don't don't say your whole spiel. I know I'm weird. I, I don't want the cheese. It's fine. It's fine. Sir, I didn't say anything to you. I just, I just wanted he's to bring you the door people. in his face. Yeah, he's just like fucking people, man. Gets in his car, <laughs> drives away. I feel like your pizza would just have to be so wild, so crazy that you know they tell like their children and their family about it. Well, see, that's <laughs> that's, that's the point. That, where, like, yeah. that's, I don't think anything yeah. we've mentioned so far is even close to that. No, and you know what? I think Zoo hit the right note earlier about it. You know, the less it is, the happier they probably are going to be. Because you know what? I feel like the one that they are going to talk about forever is going to be that one where the person comes in and they want fucking everything. And yeah. like oh, yeah, several pizzas really <laughs> of just like the weirdest fucking combinations. So I do I do agree that, yes, what you just said of like the more toppings, they'd be more frustrated. But I do think there is a threshold that we like... Yes, you were right, too, that when you order a sauce and crust pizza, like, at a certain point, the people who are making it are going to be like, are they sure? Like, <laughs> should we call to ask them? Because this is, like, this is crazy, right? So I think that's step, that's, like, phase one of the threshold. Phase two of the threshold is you could just get a jar of, you know, like, pasta sauce that is, you know, something you like, and you could just order the crust, and order like a pizza with no sauce, no cheese, right. no toppings. And then it gets here, you know, half cooked. Then you put the, you know, put the sauce on it. You put the toppings, you put the cheese or no cheese in your case. That's okay. insane. That, that's insane. That, that's, that's getting like to the road like, hey, Domino's, can you not cook me some fucking dough, my man? <laughs> <Yeah>. Just the <laughs> drive it on over. Like, there is with anything. There is a threshold you can pass where it goes from being like, yeah, it's a little weird, but it's probably fine. To people judging you, like, and, like, assuming that something is wrong. Like, it, if there's a Domino's worker who gets an order pop up on their little screen and it says large half-cooked pizza, no sauce, no cheese, no toppings, they're going to be like, is this one of those scenarios where the person is in a hostage situation and they said they would order pizza and they need, it's a cry for help where they're like, well, if I order just half-cooked dough so they'll be like well this person's clearly insane we need to send somebody to the house because they're being hostaged in this situation and we need to free them that's like i do feel that that threshold can be crossed sure and, and i think that's when the they get there to the hostage situation they find a family tied up inside being held at gunpoint by the noid <laughs> the noid really it's the only it's the only creature that would do something so terrible specific so with the specific intent to fuck with dominoes yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know i i i do think if you ordered a half cooked slab of dough from dominoes that would it would that would be there would be questions oh man and there are no good answers <laughs> just hey i want to game the system man yeah yeah I want my own pizza i'm on to you you fuckers <laughs> <laughs> what is the weirdest like fast food order you have ever either been party to or just been witness to that is a tough one because like i think we've all seen like videos online of people like yeah just ordering stupid shit but like i don't think 
I, yeah, I don't think many of us have actually like either ordered or seen it in real life, like ourselves. Yeah, I'll make meals at home that are like, you. I look at the plate after I've made it, and I'm just like, this is the weirdest collection of just random fucking food. I have no idea why I chose these things together. Well, but, maybe, but like I don't order as much in that way because typically like if you're at a restaurant or a fast food joint they have a subsection of food it's not like you're gonna walk into a domino's and be like okay give me you know a, a six pack of chicken nuggets and like you know like a bowl of ice cream and I, i'm like i'm struggling to even think of what it would be but you know what i mean hey, like man, I mean, most most food places don't have a wide enough array for you to get really fucking weird like that well, sometimes, you know, your sober friend drives you to the to the place and then, you know, the marijuana just takes over. <laughs> then it's it's all the munchies you can see and that you want. Yeah. You can't you can't not grab the fucking gummy worms, even though you've already grabbed like so a two liter of coke and two bags These, of fucking chips. I think that's more applicable to a grocery store and the things you can make from what you get at the grocery store. Like you're saying, like the gummy worms and the Funyuns and the Ben and Jerry's and all these weird things that are just like crazy zany snacks that don't necessarily go together. But I guess my argument was like, you know, if you go to a burger joint, right? Like your options are more limited. Whereas at the grocery store, you can just be like, I'm going to have quinoa salad with gummy worms and Oreo crumbles. You know what I mean? Like you can be like the sky's the limit for how weird you could get. This is fair. I um, threw up that question sort of hoping I could pull from my memory something from my time working at Burger King. Yeah. And nothing really came to mind. To well, really yeah, follow it's a that good up question, with. but like as soon as you asked it, I was like, I I'm trying to yeah. think of like a specific I mean, instance. I, I kind of have an story. answer. Uh nothing nothing fast food, but um uh when I worked at uh the restaurant I used to work at, uh I've seen a couple times people order their steak blue. So for those of you who don't know, nice. when you order something, when you order a steak, you order it like based on like the temperature, how you want it. So typically it's like rare, medium rare, well done, and like everything in between. Mm -hmm. There's like a condition a lot of people don't condition. There's a type, a way you can order it a lot of people don't know, and it's called you can order it blue. Mm -hmm. And what that is, it's literally, uh, you put it on, like you take the raw piece of meat, put it on the grill for like 20 seconds at most, like not even just, just to get the grill marks. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. That's it. Like that's it. Mm -hmm. And you put it on the plate, send it out. And like that to me, that's just so weird. It's, it's literally bad. raw meat. And it's, it's not literally just like raw a little, meat heated. It's, it's like a giant slab. of Oh yeah. Entirely raw meat. Yeah. And like, yeah, whenever I've seen those, I'm thinking like, how, what, how do people eat this? Because again, it's literally just a slab, a big slab of raw meat, just warmed up. Not even, yeah, barely. Yeah, barely. Yeah, yeah I could. Like the inside is so cold. I guarantee enough. you that. Yeah, is that why they call it blue? Because it's it's. Like, yeah, it's temperature is. It's yeah, just, like, the meat thermometer is not <laughs> in action at Probably, all. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I've heard about blue, like ordering your steak blue, and I, I. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I part of my problem to a certain extent is like growing up, my dad was the kind of guy who always just like, you know, have his steaks well done because he was in the military and he had uh, had steak that was not super well done while time when he was overseas uh, uh, doing a thing uh, military related. And he uh, 
He got, yeah, he was not doing good after that experience. Uh, he was, uh, I don't know exactly what the affliction was, but I just know he, he after that point, he's like, no, I don't trust it. I've never, yeah. has for a long time not been able to trust it. It's just he needs it to be well done, or it's it's too like, no, I could be feeling like shit after this. But I have tried meat that is not well done. I've grown to appreciate, you know, a bit of, a, you know, a bit of redness to it, I guess. You know, like, I, I understand why people like it. Uh, I do not understand just eating a lightly seared slab yeah. of steak. Yeah. That's yeah, like, I understand much. ordering it, like, rare and stuff, because, like, you want that a little bit of blood, like, whatever. But, like, it's, with ordering it blue, you can still hear it mooing. Like, that's yeah, how fresh it still is. <laughs> I couldn't, uh, yeah. I feel like, even, like, obviously I couldn't do it, but also, like, if I was at a table, you know, at, like, a restaurant, and somebody ordered that, I would just be looking at them like, dude, like, how are you <laughs> functioning? <laughs> like, have you got... Hannibal Lecter out for dinner here. This is yeah. just so weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's it's a thing, but I I don't think it's a thing I want. Yeah, to I don't really get it honestly. Yeah, I do have an answer for Bigby's question actually. Um, sort of. It's a pseudo answer. Um, when I was in high school, uh, my friend and I we went down to a diner, uh, uh downtown, and uh, we went there for lunch. It was on a like a weekend. It was like a Saturday or a Sunday morning or something. And uh, the plan was to get like breakfast, right? Like we we're going to get like, you know, the typical pancakes and sausage and hash browns and all that shit. So we get in there and uh, we sit down and the, it's just the two of us. And this this female waitress comes over and she's she's obviously like like I was stupid in high school. I'm still a little stupid, but like <laughs> the two of us were like we were really dumb and just like immature in in high school, especially at this point. And she could sense that just because we were like chatting and stuff and being dumb. So she was obviously like not impressed to begin with. And she leaves and we're deciding and my buddy picks out, you know, a reasonable, you know, the equivalent of a Grand Slam or something from from this uh, this mom and pop diner. Um, and I see on the menu that they have a banana split. And I'm like, I've never had a banana split. I want a banana split. And he's like this is not a smart choice. Like you have not, you have not had anything to eat. It's like 9 AM. Don't get a banana split. And I'm like, kind of want a banana split. So I order it. And the waitress looks at me like, are you sure? Like she actually vocalized. She's like, are you sure? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, it's fine. I was not fine. I got, like, <laughs> it was so friggin' huge. And I ate like, Two thirds of it, I probably should have stopped at like one third to a half, um, and it was just like so much whipped cream and ice cream and banana and cherries and chocolate sauce. I was like dying, and I felt like garbage for pretty much the whole weekend. Like it was two <laughs> days later, and I was like, "This was such a mistake. What have I done with my life?" So, <laughs> in and of itself, the banana split is not a crazy choice. Like, it's not. It's it's still an item on the menu. Um, but the choice to choose it at the time that I did was a grave mistake. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely get that. I, I've I've been there for sure. Been in that position of over eagerness with dessert items. You yeah. think you can handle it, and then 
you're regretting it a little later. Like three bites in. Oh no. It's like oh yeah, three bites in. I'm done. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> There's definitely been those points. Yeah, a few bites, and then it's just all you could think is like, oh no, I still have so much left. Like it's that moment where you realize that you know you've like overstepped your fucking bounds. Yeah. So on that note, do you want to know what I had for dinner? Okay. Oh, oh, I'm boy. So I'm like, um, so my wife is uh, away at a sleep study tonight. And I was like, well, I, you know, it's Friday. I don't want to make dinner or whatever. So I'll order something. So there's a really good place near us that makes Philly cheesesteaks. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, it's been a while since I've had one of those. And uh, so I opened them up on the, the delivery app and they've got a deal on that's buy one get one free on the cheesesteak with veg which is not what i typically order but it's basically like your standard cheesesteak but it also has like peppers and onions and stuff in it um which is like their you know higher quality normal cheesesteak that they offer so buy one get one free for those but i didn't really i wasn't going to order one of those i'm like well they have fancier options for cheesesteaks like they have an uncle buck which is like mushrooms, Swiss, garlic, steak, like a Parmesan Alfredo sauce. And that's what I usually get. But they also have the Italian stallion, which is like Italian sausage, meat sauce, shaved steak, Parmesan, all that. So I'm like, okay, I want an Italian stallion. But I should probably get a second one because, <laughs> you know, the wife's not going to be here all night and maybe not tomorrow until like, you know, around lunchtime. So I should stock up, right? So instead of just getting the two cheesesteak with veg for the price of one, I got that, plus I got an Italian stallion. So the wife comes down and when the doorbell rings, and I'm standing there, and she's like, well, what'd you order? I'm like, cheesesteaks. She said, cheesesteaks? I'm like, <laughs> oh, you caught that ass, huh? Uh, <laughs> and I'm standing there with three cheesesteaks in my hand, and she's like, are any of those for me? And I'm like, well, no, you had that sandwich from lunch, so like, these are my cheesesteaks. She was not impressed. So I have I have like two full cheesesteaks in the fridge Man. for like later. So that's gonna be a fun bedtime snack. Oh you fucking you tried to fucking smuggle that plural through there. Like you Cheese fucking steaks. knew. Like, that, is, <laughs> that is funny. Oh, you caught that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh whoops. Oh, that's good. Technically I only paid for two, but I have to eat three, which is a mistake in and of itself. So mm. I'm Way too immature to not giggle and smirk hearing you utter <laughs> the word. I decide I really wanted the Italian stallion. Oh, well, yeah. uh, you know, I can appreciate that. Man, it's also funny because the one that I normally get, which is the Uncle Buck, which is that like Parmesan garlic mushroom. I don't know if I like the sound of that one as much. <laughs> well, the, so their whole shtick is that they're like classic movies. So obviously, Italian Stallion is Rocky, and the Uncle Buck is the John Candy movie. Like it's all like movies right, from that right. era, like nostalgia oh, okay. arcade machines and the um, the thing. So they got they have like a Pesci Parm, which is a chicken Parmesan sandwich, which is obviously Joe Pesci because it's Italian. Um, it's all shit like that from like the early '90s and '80s movies <laughs> and stuff, which is it's fine. I get it, but. For the longest time, the Uncle Buck, which is what I ordered every time, it was misspelled. And this is like really dumb humor, but it was misspelled on the delivery app for like the first few months when they opened. So it was U-N-G-K-L-E-B-U-G-K. So it was the Uncle Buck instead of Uncle Buck. And every time I saw it, it was like 
uncle bugug and it just it slayed me i couldn't oh. handle it and it took them like months to fix it and i was like guys like do you not like you're just seeing this in your app and you're like yeah it's fine fuck it we just make sure. it's fine we don't need to spell things yeah that's uh <laughs> It's quite a fucking typo to make. I don't know what fucking... I'm just, like, straining to understand how that fucking happened. So, yeah, they replaced the C in uncle with a GK, and they replaced the C with a G in buck. How the fuck do you get G and K? That's... I don't know, man. Yeah, they're, like, two... There's two letters in between the G and the K on the keyboard. I'm looking at one right now. Yeah. That's, that's a tough... tough. That is a pretty game. hard thing to, like, miss mistype anyways it just it's you know when you see like yeah. certain words which are misspelled it's like oh it's just misspelled and other ones it's misspelled in a humorous manner this one was that <laughs> it was just like okay the uncle buck i was like i'll have two of those please you sign me up you do it to me fuck me up fuck me <laughs> yes, up like you yeah. fucked up these words <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> due to my arteries what you did to the english language <laughs> oh no i uh i don't know this doesn't quite count as an answer to my my earlier question but it was a work a story from uh when i worked that fast food job that i do mm. i did recall uh, as we've been talking and it, i guess it relates in that it, it was a weird order but it wasn't so much an order that i got but it was more one that i uh, was around for uh, that was basically ordered by somebody while we were working back in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person who ordered it, though, wasn't like a, a random customer. It was it was someone who worked at the, the buildings. This is like a big highway travel stop, right? Mm-hmm. So this is one of the, the custodial staff that was there. And I forget why, but I just remember that we all thought he was a shithead and an asshole and i don't remember why but we were you know we were immature punks we were just kind of you know like well fuck you you're some fucking like he was like an adult but he was like coming i remember something like he was coming around like giving us shit about something or like telling us what the fuck to do but we didn't he wasn't the one in charge so fuck that guy and he's just like an annoying uh an annoying kind of dude at least to us at the time given you know we were still in high school and shit. And we were just like, man, fuck you. We're, you don't fucking tell us what to do. You know, that kind of shit, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> one of the guys I was back there with uh, <laughs> decided to draw, because uh, we have these little, like, uh, like marker stick things for, you know, if you got to, like, write on someone's order, like, oh, this doesn't have ketchup on it, just mark the fucking thing so that way it's labeled on their right. packaging. Uh used one of those to draw on the inside of his, I don't know what the fuck it was that he ordered, some deep fried thing, it was in one of the uh, little cardboard box things, draw on the inside of it a fucking oh, a fucking penis. You know, the just box. stupid cartoon, you know, dick shit that they just drew on it, just as, just to fucking meme on the guy, because they we thought it was fucking funny. You know, pretty harmless, but still, admittedly, kind of rude and shitty. But, you know, it, again, immature teenagers, what are you going to do? Fuck me, though. <laughs> like, he, he was right to be a, li- a bit miffed, because he came back and, and he gave us shit about it. But <laughs> no one could fucking take this guy seriously, because he comes back to the <laughs> fucking kitchen the later on, and he's, no, he's straight up like, who the fuck put a dick in my box? 
No way. Oh my god, dude, phrasing. No, everyone's fucking cracking up like crazy. No everyone's like trying to like fucking hold back laughter. And he's he's straight up pissed. He keeps fucking saying he's like, who fucking put a dick in my box? I want to fucking know who Sir, put a fucking dick I in my box. I you, I would <laughs> never put a dick in your box. I would scout's honor. I would never put a dick scouts in your box. Honor? Fuck me up. My god, that was one of the funniest goddamn things. Man. Oh, man. not oh. self-aware do you have to be to, to, like, not realize that that's... Yeah, like, first of all, you're phrase. screaming that yeah. in a restaurant in a public place. Second of all, you're screaming that so, like, From what I'm presumably is just a bunch of teenagers. Was this, like, could, could the people who were at the, the re like, the front of the, you know, like, where the cash is... Could they see this, or was he like back? So like, there's just other people in the restaurant hearing they, somebody in the back it. yelling, "Who put a dick in my box?" If like, if they were close enough to the counter, they might have. I don't remember. I mean, it was quite a few years ago now, so I don't remember like how loud he was being necessarily. But well, I just mean like, was he visible? Because if he was, yeah, well, he, he, he would have like, been. But uh, most people probably just would have seen like, oh, it was just one of the custodial staff back there talking to the staff members or something. If they were maybe close enough to see how angry he probably looked, and um, maybe close enough to catch some something, they they might have heard. But yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, yeah, like it, you could see back there, like it, it was it was open enough, and you, you could definitely hear shit that was going on. Because remember back when I like I first started, uh, those same two guys actually that were involved in this this story that I just told, they were back there doing some shit. And it was like one of my first nights up on Till. <laughs> I was still relatively new, and one of them back there just just to for shits and giggles started just fucking screaming like screaming bloody murder like like intentionally as a joke he yeah. was fine but he was just performatively just like a blood curdling fucking scream as and just does. kept doing it for a moment and like i'm up front there's like customers standing around they're like looking like fucking concerned like is he fucking okay and i just look just back like, and i'm fine. and i'm just like no it's 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 all right they're just fucking idiots like Wow. It's just that one guy. Everyone knows that guy. Yeah, yeah he really was kind of like that guy when we worked there. Um, like, there were a few people, but yeah, he, he was definitely <laughs> one of them. <laughs> he, was, he was one of the better ones, though. He was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that was... Man, working there, there was some shit that we witnessed. Oh, man. I feel like anyone who's had, like, a, a kitchen job... Whether it be like fast food, uh, restaurant, like whatever, any kind of kitchen job, yeah. everyone could just go on for days just with stupid, funny stories that just <laughs> taken that has taken place in the kitchen. Oh man, no, there's there's definitely some shit. I'll never forget the night um, that we had a fucking pirate show up at the the place. Now I know what you're you're thinking, like, oh, it was a guy in a pirate costume and. Yeah, that's what it was, but, like, you have to understand that it, it's a little bit different when it's, like, late at night, You've it's been a really quiet night, not a lot's been going on, you've been there for a few hours, you're bored out of your fucking mind, and then a man in a, a really, really good pirate costume, like, like he, he walked off the set as an extra from Pirates of the Caribbean, comes in, and not only that, a real eye patch and peg leg... Okay. Like he he at like a hundred percent legit just walks in. And it's like oh that's just that's a real pirate that just walked into this place. Like he's 
he's got like that's it he's got the bona fides he's real he's legit he's oh. like that this is how much more real pirate could you ask for you should have just immediately yelled at him <laughs> this isn't long john silvers get the fuck out of here your kind's not welcome here well no i want him to leave and actually he came up and he ordered from us i i was in the kitchen i had to make the food so i didn't get to experience the this situation but yeah i guess we learned after he was like a performer who like did that shit for kids and stuff like that i guess as, oh, okay. as like an act but yeah. um still it was uh it's not un it's not untrue to say that a pirate fucking showed up because he he was there it was some shit what about you bees you got some stories um I've been i mean you. one one that comes off the top of my head is um when there was an explosion in the kitchen Amazingly, first of all, I'll say this, like, amazingly, no one was hurt. I don't know how, but somehow no one was hurt. But, um, uh, you know those, uh, non-stick, like, uh, the cooking sprays you can have that, like, uh, you spray on the pan non-stick? Yeah. Uh, Those are like any other pressurized can. Mm -hmm. Don't put those near fire. They will explode. Of course. But, um, like when you're in like a crazy when you're in a restaurant and it's crazy busy like you're just spraying pants left and right and again it's just crazy busy you don't think to like put it away uh there's like a little i guess lip or edge uh right be- right before the burners that sometimes the cooks will just put the spray can beside and like usually like they'll they know to put them like a little far away but it, again it was just crazy busy this one night no one's thinking just spraying pans set it down immediately right beside the flame and it just went up it just yeah exploded yeah jesus you're lucky yeah i remember well i wasn't like i was there but i wasn't in the kitchen when it happened like i just kind of like uh (laughs) yeah exactly uh and like i was told i've been told stories that like one of the chefs like like he ducked amazingly again no one was hurt he ducked like the ball of fire like coming towards him and like everyone thought for a split second like he's dead or just like severely burned but again amazingly no one was hurt like the worst thing that happened there was like some singed hair that's it that's lucky Mm -hmm. that is extremely lucky good lord that's uh yeah, you gotta be fucking careful. Oh, yeah. Th- yeah, those are like any other pressurized can. You do not put those near flames of any kind. I think what other like crazy stuff happened. Oh, I'm <laughs> on, on the more humorous side. One time, uh, Valentine would know a lot more about this than me. But oh, yeah. um, there, there was a prank war in the kitchen one time. And the highlight of the night for me was um when someone the head chef like took like one of the waitress's car keys threw him in a bucket of water put it in the freezer oh no and just left it for the night and when it came time to go home he just pulls it out bucket go. of ice your car keys are in it good luck wow if I'm just thinking like if I were in that position back when I worked at the fast food joint and I, it had been like a long night closing and like at the end of that point and they were like here's your fucking car keys this block of fucking <laughs> ice i feel like all right well i'm breaking it with your fucking head dipshit yeah. i'm fucking dealing with this car you fucking kidding me i don't want to i'm like at that point i'm out of fucks to give i'm yeah. 
Don't fuck oh with my, my capacity to leave this fucking place or I will end you. It like no joke. I would not be having it. Oh man. <laughs> it that was a good night for sure. Oh man, I this is giving me flashbacks of like everything that's happened now. I I won't uh say too many, but I'll say one more for sure. I remember one time uh we would get buses coming in, so like tour groups like going through the area, like they would come to our place to eat. And uh yeah. it was the front desk's job to tell us about them. Uh cuz like we all we had specific menus laid out for these buses. Like we had a Greek style, uh like Asian style, American style, whatever, like their preset menus. Uh, and like they take a while to make. So that's why we get notified beforehand, obviously. So we have time to make everything. One time the front desk staff didn't notify us. Someone walks in the kitchen. I'm literally clocking out as this happens. I literally clock out. Someone comes in the kitchen, says bus is here. And me and the head chef look at each other like, what fucking bus? Sure enough, look out, bus. Well, shit. And so one thing, one amazing thing happened there. Uh, like the entire front desk, front desk staff, I think there was three of them at a the time. They all got up, uh, rushed into the kitchen and just said, how can we help? And like somehow miraculously, we pumped out a buffet. Like it wasn't, it probably wasn't anything that they were supposed to have. Because again, it's preset menus. You do what you could, though. Yeah, exactly. We just like we figured out the fastest food we could cook, and just pumped it out: burgers, like fries, chicken fingers, whatever. And we're just like, it's something. Here you go. And miraculously, we got a buffet out within like the ten minutes it took, or maybe like ten fifteen minutes. But yeah, it took to like from the bus to park, the guests to come in, sit down, and we're and we had it set up. And it was amazing. Like, it was hor horrible, but amazing at the same time. Yeah, it's one of those, Jesus. like, strength of will moments. Exactly, where, like, yeah. banded together, and, like, the situation yep. sucked, but you'll remember it for, like, how people e rallied. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have lived through the, the bus struggle. We didn't get the benefit of a fucking warning. Yeah. We're fast food <laughs> joint. You're expected to make the food fucking quick. Which, to be fair, it, it wasn't like cooking in a kitchen like what you, like, you and my boyfriend did. Like, mm -hmm. this was, like... You know, it's basically like an assembly line of just you're putting meat on buns and shit on the meat and then you're mm -hmm. sending it out. And it's the same thing pretty much every time. Just add or subtract certain things depending on what people want. But yeah, we the problem with us, though, is like buses were not like an occasional thing. They were like, especially during the summer seasons, they were a constant fucking thing. And it was just every time one would hit, that's like a hundred more people that you just suddenly have like swarming like i still rem like it's almost like a ptsd i shouldn't say that it's just like I, I i still get shudders thinking like looking out from back in the kitchen it's just this sea of people and it's just like oh this is uncomfortable <laughs> um you know what else is uncomfortable uh the segue <laughs> into our show note uh corner for this week <laughs> i think it worked hey. yeah, I <laughs> it was fine you know, it's, it's all right it was an, you know what? It was an attempt. There was an attempt, uh, yeah. But we're here now, and uh, so let's let's get to it. Let's have some fun. Um, am I oh, going first again? Am I, mean, I gonna be? I could go first, but I mean, my Rick, <laughs> mine's not the best. Honestly, I'll say that out front, up front. What is it? Well, now I need uh, to know. So 
if you're a sadist slash masochist like me uh, <laughs> all right where is this I, going i have <laughs> i uh saw a video of this game like this game from a few years ago that got really popular it was known to be a frustrating game and like i just saw this video of it and like okay i'm okay i want to watch some like old gameplay of it now like okay watch some gameplay I saw you shit playing this. oh yeah it's got you <laughs> you've been in there a lot Yep. what is uh, this? but I um noticed wait what is it, this uh, it's called Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy. Oh, fuck That's, me, really? Yeah. That stupid fucking game Big where you, game. you're you a guy in a cauldron with a hammer. Your objective is to get up the mountain, but the mechanics are so fucking but frustrating. The mountain doesn't want you to do it. Yeah, the mountain doesn't want you to do it. It's like, yo, and... get the fuck back down to the base of me. I'm, you're not getting up here. Yep. Yeah, and then Bennett Foddy's like reciting bullshit at you the whole time. They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Give up. Just keep on trying. He knows it's okay, he's it's okay to feel off. mad, you know? It's you just gotta you just can't give up and it's like fuck right off, you oh, motherfucker. Yeah, he knows he's pissing the player off. That's just another ele- element of the game. And I've just oh again, like if you're just a sadist to yourself like me, like it's been pissing me off, but I don't know why. I've been actually having fun. And like I don't know, like I could watch like a video like an old a video of like an old YouTube video of like an old, an old game. And it'll just like kind of give me the feels like, fuck, now I want to play this. And like it was on Steam for eight bucks. And I was like, why not? I can hate myself for eight bucks. <laughs> I do it for free. Exactly. Oh, I fuck. I had the same fucking joke pop into my head, too. <laughs> as soon as I heard that. Well, like, oh. yeah, it's not really. I don't know if I should really use that as a recommendation, just... but like. <laughs> It's the just recommendation like, is don't play this. Yeah, game. yeah this. That, that's actually it. Yes, if you don't want to hate yourself, don't play this game. But like, I it's just like been my thing this week. So I don't know. It just felt appropriate to say it at the end here. Yeah. I will say this: I've gotten further than uh, when I first played it. I want to say it came out in 2017. That's when it like first blew up, and like I've gotten further than when I did back then. So. Something good came out of it, with a lot of tears and crying, though, and yelling along the way. <laughs> but yeah, that's my recommendation this week. Either be a sadist or don't be a sadist to yourself. Yeah. It's a hell of a choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I'll go next. I'm going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh recently released was the last season of castlevania oh oh <laughs> oh he, he, he said like we didn't spend a considerable chunk of the last episode talking about it do go on though i i certainly am not going to dissuade you from bringing yeah. it up again <laughs> yeah uh i finally got through the last season and i will say it's very good i got and... through it as well i also think it was quite good I think there's I have I have some thoughts, but I will save those thoughts for now because I don't want to spoil them for our dear zoo because I know he's still working through the show. But go ahead. I definitely recommend if not even just that season, definitely check out the show if you haven't seen it yet. Yes, it's probably like the third or fourth time I've said that on this (laughs) show. But yeah, I have a quick question for both of you then uh, that will provide insight for people like me uh who have not seen all of it yet uh so okay there's four seasons one two three four 
tell me which seasons go in which order of best season to worst season. So I <laughs> just the numbers. Low These key, the debates could come in. Basically, like the first season for short as it is, I think is just barely for me the better one, just because like I don't know. I think it's such a strong start and strong hook to it. Mm-hmm. I think season two is the next best, and then season three and four are very close. But I don't know. I think I preferred the third one a little bit more, but not by like a lot. I would say. Okay. It's kind of like the wings and uh, the flats and drumsticks comparison. <laughs> uh, what about you? Very similar. I would switch seasons one and two around. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Season one is very strong. I just think a lot of cool shit happens in season two. This is fair, and I will give you, and that is a fair point, because season one is only four episodes, and season two is kind of like the rest of what season one basically starts. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you. That's not uh, unfair. And I do think season four was very good. I think all the seasons are very yeah. good, but just compared to each other, that's just kind of where I think it stands for me at the moment. Cool. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, between season three and season four. I think it might just be because I saw it last, but I think I prefer season four over season three. You know, like, I don't know. There's, I guess for me, just to put it very in in the, the loosest terms I can without really getting too into the details, I think season three overall was a better cohesive season to me. I feel like Season four didn't quite have that as much, but season four also had some really good, like, it it was, I feel like, I guess season three is more consistent overall and its quality. I think season four had a few moments where the quality was not as, particularly in some of the writing areas, I'll just say, I guess. I feel like it could have been a lot stronger, but its high points were really fucking high. It had some really good moments. I think there's one, well, more peaks one battle in particular. Well, all the battles really in this one, like the fighting in season four is like, they really go fucking all out with some of yeah. the sequences. It, it is pretty nuts. Um, it, it really does feel like they were like, yeah, we're, we're going to end off on a bang, but uh, yeah. I will just say episode three and episode six of season four to me were top notch. Episode six. No, can't talk it too into it. I'm just throwing it out there. The okay, the the fight with the all the all the blood and then the big explosion. Yes. If you know the one I'm talking about, yes. I hope you know which one I'm talking yes. about. I think that's as much as I can say without yes. giving anything away. I feel like that's no, no, at least I, generic enough. No, no, yeah, I know what you mean, and yeah, that was just a fantastic fight that one was it it was yeah no i can't say anything else <laughs> i literally what can't yours, bigby what's your shout out or is it just Castlevania oh, season four yeah. <laughs> my shout out for this week is it's gonna be a little unconventional but i i wanted to talk about this this week but i couldn't think of a good way to to bring it up but it's something i recommend people check out uh if they think they would have an interest in this because it's something I learned about recently because uh, I fell in this, down this fucking rabbit hole because I was on Twitter and I follow this one Twitter account called HTOPHTOP. 
Uh, I think that's their at. I hope that's what their ad is. I don't quite remember now. Definitely, if you can find them, check them out because they post a lot of really good, especially if you're really into like old like kaiju and tokusatsu shit. They post like all kinds of like uh, artwork and stuff and like concept art from old like Ultraman monsters and old like Godzilla monsters and shit and other just, you know, popular Japanese kaiju and tokusatsu shit. Cool stuff. Posted this card of this creature called Galtan. And it's this, like, big skull with a few missing teeth and these big, like, goofy crab claws and this, like, uh, really shaggy, weird-looking kind of body. And uh, very, like, Shawa-era, like, 60s, 70s, like, you know, Japanese kaiju tokusatsu stuff. Very on point, but it's it's got an aesthetic that I, I really appreciate. So I was like, I was interested in this. I'm like, what the fuck is this thing from? Started doing some Googling. And I was having an extremely hard time finding any information about this thing but i could see these old like uh forums for like collectors and stuff that were talking about these like figurines of this thing and i'm like okay so it was like some like weird like uh like like uh toy collectible thing so i was digging into it more because i was trying to figure out like what the fuck this was from so just you know very curious to know the origins of this thing so i keep digging eventually i come upon i'm looking through the google images and stuff so i'm trying to find like anything and I find, well, an image, I'm like, okay, I'm looking, I'm like, this is neat looking, this, I still can't find anything out about this, and I find, I look at the link, it's a link to a website that I actually was aware of already called Mandarake. Now, Mandarake, for those of you uninitiated, is a mail order site in Japan that basically uh, you can go to and people will have things up for sale and you can buy them and they'll just basically ship it out to wherever you're at. But there's a lot of, like, old, uh, like, memorabilia from, like, a lot of old anime series or just, like, a lot of just Japanese cultural things and then subcultural stuff, too. Like, it's, like, anything you could want. Like, you want, an, like, a figurine from some old obscure anime way back in the day, they've probably fucking got one on lock. But I'm looking up, uh, I'm finding, like, oh, they have, like, listings of it here. So I'm hoping, like, maybe I can, this might be a new lead, right? Like, I know I can look here and they might have, like, Maybe some information I can go off for figuring out what this is. I still don't know what the fuck Galtan is. I'll just say up front. I never found out the answer. But I did find out that he is definitely a collector's item. Because uh, the prices for this thing were like... Some some of them were... I think the most expensive one... I'll give you three guesses to guess how expensive it was. Over $100,000. Okay, not quite that crazy not quite that crazy actually seven. well actually no that's that's a lot that's way more than what it was that's way way more than what it was Even but seven it, it was 750 dollars for this little figurine okay. wow oh, yeah i i went real high because you were really upset yeah that, that i i realized i probably oversold it a little bit okay. uh it, i was like well it's like seventy five thousand yen but that's not yet quite the same thing but it's still that's like, still a, a lot, lot for, for oh yeah yeah well, I started digging more into it because I was trying to find more leads. So I was looking around at other sites and I was realizing I was finding more things on these like collectible sites and stuff and things that were kind of linked to that. And then I found out basically the root of where this thing lies. And it's something called Sofubi. And Sofubi, as I learned, is a like a Japanese uh, originated sort of variant on like vinyl toy uh, design and stuff like that, which is, of course, the, the big craze that kind of basically uh, started up the whole thing around um, Funko Pops and stuff like that, which a lot of people don't 
uh, who, who are really actually serious about vinyl toy collecting do not look very fondly on Funkos, which, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't necessarily look on them the, the most fondly today anyways who aren't necessarily in that community either. But, um, yeah, like, because in a lot of cases, they're just very basic, very, you know, they, they have this sort of, like, cookie-cutter formula that they follow, which a lot of vinyl toy designers will kind of work off of, like, a certain, like, base to, like, do different designs on and stuff like that. Like, it's a common thing, but there's there is like an artistry that goes into that. And Sophie was interesting to learn about because I started digging more into it because there's a very particular um, vibe that they have for how they do them. Cause they're, they basically go through this process and it's, it's was one that started up in like the industrial era of Japan. That was like uh, very much around just like being this uh, basic, like mass produced thing that they could do. Cause Sophie is basically like, I'm pretty sure that if it's not the direct translation, it's usually translated as like soft vinyl. So the idea is it's basically like, you know, someone would basically do a sculpt, they'd make a mold out of that sculpt, and then they would basically pour in the liquid vinyl to just fill the mold up, and then it'd just be this soft vinyl uh, thing that they would basically, like, airbrush over, like, all kinds of crazy colors and stuff. And in, like, the old days, it'd be, like, old, like, you know, different kaiju things. Like, they're, you know, Godzilla ones and shit like that, and of, you know, like, King Ghidorah and Rodan and shit like that. But as the years went on, they do all kinds of different stuff. But now it's evolved into this, like, uh, very, like, artist-driven thing where there's a lot of these, like, uh, creators and groups that will be, like, still doing it today where they'll be going and creating these, like, really interesting designs and, like, weird creatures and stuff like that and with all these, like, vibrant colors and just these, like, uh, it, I don't know, it has such an interesting and unique aesthetic. And I just, basically, where I'm going with all of this is... My recommendation is to like check it out and go and see because like there's some really fucking cool shit and it's there's an artistry to it that I can really appreciate because I was like watching this video from uh, Vice that was like following like this uh, one uh, creator um, who was there and it was him and like this other guy that he worked with as well because uh, there's like a group of them that I think were doing this but he was like one of the main like toy designers particularly who was like coming up with the designs and sculpts and stuff like that and then the other guy was like a painter who had been working in the industry doing painting for that for like years like he he was like in his like 60s or 70s and he, he had been doing this for like 50 some years basically um, and he like just to hear them talk about it like you you could tell like the passion that they had for it. there there was a real like artistry to what they were doing and I can really appreciate that and there's a it's I don't know it's something I can really admire um and I think it's really cool and I think it's something that people should should look into nice yeah sounds pretty cool definitely like a large world that you can delve into because there's there's like the medium of you know the marketplace you were describing, but also like the methods of creating these toys and all the different pop culture media properties that they're all from. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess that leaves me. Uh, I'm going to go with an album actually that oh. I, I've listened to off and on many, many times for the past several years. Um, that's kind of not necessarily something that I listen to a lot of other things that are like it. Um, as wide as my uh, my musical tastes are, I punk and like traditional punk, not just like bubblegum punk, you know, like Blink One Eighty Two and stuff like that. Oh, I'm interested to a, see what this is. Uh, well, I think you you I think I've shown them to you before, or recommended them to you before, but uh, it's a band called Titus Andronicus. Um, oh yes, and I in particular, I I like a lot of their stuff. Um, their frontman Patrick Stickles, I believe, or just maybe Stickle. Um, is very outspoken on like mental health and uh, just sort of his his struggles with it and uh, his 
writing emphasizes a lot of um, his battles that he's had over the years, and I really appreciate that. In particular, um, the in a later album than the one I'm going to recommend is called uh, The Most Lamentable Tragedy, uh, which was widely critically received when it came out in 2015, it looks like, um, because it touched on those those issues with of mental health and things like that. But in 2010, they released an album called The Monitor, and it's sort of a concept album. It, I, I haven't looked up the Wikipedia for it to, to get like a better sense of what exactly is going on, but there's lots of um, sort of turn of the century America becoming a country, like quotes relating to founding fathers and things like that. Um, and there's literal quotes from famous speeches interspersed sort of as like um, old radio found footage dialogue bits that introduce some of the songs. But it is fully punk rock, um, but they have a lot of influences that are kind of eclectic and very melodic that they mix in with their music. Um, a lot of the songs are like five, six, seven, eight minutes long, um, but it is a fucking banger through and through. I would recommend listening to it all the way through. Um, it's it's very consistent. It's just over an hour, like an hour and five minutes. But um, really, really good stuff. Very melodic, very singy, uh, like sing-along kind of choruses um, that evoke kind of what you would expect from something like the Dropkick Murphys, you know, like a, a punk band at, at a bar with everybody singing along like an old Celtic kind of not quite a sea shanty, but you know what I mean? Like that kind of like if, if you were in a bar and everyone was singing along and belting out this music, you would feel fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah. um, the one track I'll shout out to that in particular is, um, well, there's a couple, but in the middle of the album, there's a pot in which to piss is really good. And theme from cheers is another one, uh, yeah. which is especially that, that bar room vibe. Um, but if you, if you like punk or rock or anything kind of folky or really driving rhythmic, um, raucous vibe, I would highly recommend the monitor, a 2010 album by Titus Andronicus. I do appreciate a good song that like, uh, yeah, like you said, like you're in a bar full of people really like a, just a general crowd can sing to and oh yeah, I, I just love that so much. Yeah, and they they do a, it's very melodic stuff, it, especially well even the parts that are like more raucous and hard, uh, hard and driving. But um, yeah, it's it's just a fucking amazing album. I keep coming back to it. I was listening to it a little bit before we we hopped on the call, so um, it it holds up, uh, and it's probably their best album in my opinion. Um, if you look on their Spotify page, it's like of the the top ten tracks, only two of them are not from that album for their, for their whole band. So. Uh, but they've got other good stuff too. But that's that's the one that is the one I would recommend. That's pretty great. I love yeah, music good. punk. Um, so that's pretty sweet. I'll have to check that out. I feel like I might have checked that out at one point, but it's I don't really recall a lot about it. But it sounds pretty good from how you're describing it. So I'll yeah, think I would it. definitely carve out carve out time to listen to it all the way through because it's it really it excels in that area. But um, but yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. I like it a lot. I should trust you. I've it's paid <laughs> off before, like with that Mr. Gnome album and shit. So yeah. I, I, I definitely have to take your word for it. But we don't have to take our word for is that we're at the end of the episode because it's here <laughs> and uh, it's been great though. We appreciate you coming to see us again as always. Yeah, we really appreciate uh, having you guys listen listen to us and uh, as well as our guests for joining us this week. Yeah, 
and I'm the guest. I mean, Dingo just never left. From yeah, exactly. <laughs> and maybe a couple of weeks before that, from what I'm hearing. So. You know what? I'll say I I will be I will be the one to say, despite me being the one to always call out his villainy. Uh, he is he is you're you're always welcome here, Dingo. Yeah. We appreciate he's, having. He's you. good to have on. You need well, a lot of money in your podcast. Yeah. Can't be all. It can't be all good. Exactly. Can't be mad have at villainy. <laughs> Uh, and oh, also, shit. thank you very much to Zoo, who is here with us now, actually. <laughs> uh, also, also known as Blackbird Bell for less, uh, letting us use his tunes for our intro and outro music. Uh, I will shout out, I'm working on another album as we speak. Oh. Well, not as we speak. I'm not literally doing it while I'm talking to you guys. That would be just rude. It's just uh, the insider scoop. Yeah, but the last, <laughs> last week or so, I've been working on sessions. It's coming together, so. Excited. I've been seeing I've been seeing some yeah. of the posts yeah. in our little our little group Discord. It's uh, and this is just a bit of it. It's coming out very good. I'm excited. It is sounded very nice. Quickly after not coming out at all for a long time, but yeah, <laughs> stay tuned. Ooh, you can find him on social media or not social media. Well, I mean, you can't find him on social media, but you can also find him on uh, Bandcamp, uh, SoundCloud, SoundHound. I always mix those two yeah. up. SoundCloud. Yeah, you did that last week. Yeah. I always fuck oh, those yeah. two up. Fucking Soundhound. Soundhound sounds cooler than Soundcloud. Well, I mean, Soundhound's the one. Well, it's one of the two main apps where you like you find like you can find a song you like. So like it listens to the sound like ten oh, seconds of the song, and it's oh, like man. okay, it's this. So song. it's an actual app. Oh yeah, it's an actual app. Yeah, I exactly. thought it was. It sounded like it was, but I thought it was just like a uh, Mandela effect thing. Oh no! Uh, See, that's why I screwed up. Because yeah, yeah, it's a real app. It's a uh, but speaking of social media, you can find him on Twitter. You can also find us on Twitter. Uh, balcony underscore banter. Hashtag shameless plug. <laughs> come fucking come hang out. See our sweet memes. <laughs> Glowing endorsement. Uh. <laughs> I've been Big B. And I've been Bees. This has been Balcony Banter. We'll see y'all next week. Yeah, we'll uh, have to keep the tent warm for either Dingo or whoever decides to move in this week. Yeah. Our fucking squatting residence. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make the record for a month. <laughs> <laughs>